listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Great to hang out with you on the podcast edition, exclusively on the listener app. This is my chat with Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith. We get him in each and every week. He always has some colourful stories for us from the boys and girls in blue, from Leeton's Evil Knievel wannabe to the man who had an argument with a window and came off second best. Let's get straight to it. Here he is, Police Inspector Glenn Smith. Now, uh, we missed him last week, uh, Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith, but goodness me, he's come through with the goods this morning. Inspector, good morning to you. G'day, Matt. How are you going? Go- going all right, mate. Uh, let's turn t- turn to the serious business straight away because the weather out there, uh, goodness me, it's foggy. It was super foggy yesterday. It is again today, these mornings. Um, can we talk about road safety in, in foggy weather? We certainly can, Matt. Um, just so I give some advice to your listeners about driving in fog. Uh, it's probably an old cliche that they say to slow down and drive to conditions, um, but it's very true in fog. So uh, the maximum speed limit that's posted on the road is not safe to do in adverse conditions. I guess that's something just to bear in mind. So when you have adverse conditions like heavy rain or fog like this, just slow down a bit. Uh, chuck your headlights on to increase safety so you, other cars can see you and you can see the other cars. Uh, and another thing that comes up from time to time is fog lights. Uh, put them on. If your car is fitted with fog lights, put them on. But don't use them when there's not adverse weather conditions like fog or mist. If you do, uh, you can be up for a $120 fine. Fog lights are only for fog or mist. Uh, and the road surface is slippery when it's damp like this this morning. Uh, because the oils on the road surface haven't, haven't been washed away. So that can create uh, slippery conditions. So just slow down cornering and on bends. That's, uh, that's interesting when, when it's damp like this versus when it's raining, because as you said, when it's raining, the, the oil on the road is uh, washed away, but Correct. but not necessarily in, uh, in, in this case where, where it's just damp. Uh, okay. I'd never really thought of that before, but it's, it's a very good point. Um, fog lights used when not in fog or mist. You've got a family member that found that out the hard way. Yes, uh, my father-in-law many years ago got pulled over with his uh, fog lights on and, yeah, issued the fine, $120. Shouldn't have been driving with them on. Mm. There was but, no fog or mist. But in this uh, in this weather like today, it is important if you have those fog lights, definitely put them on. If not, uh, the headlights at the very least. That's what they're there for, yeah, the fog lights. Yeah, put them on or just put your headlights on. So you can see other cars and, and they can see you. Uh, and another thing too, we're just talking about the road surface. Mm. Um, if, if you haven't had rain for a long time and we start to get light showers coming, just remember that road will be slippery until such time as the oil is washed off. So just slow down a bit too when, um, when, there hasn't, when there's been a long period of no rain and you start to get light rain, uh, the road will be slippery for a while. We had uh, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran on the show yesterday, and obviously it was the same sort of weather then, so it was a, a topic of conversation. And, and I made the point of uh, the distance that you are behind the car in front. Yes. And I say to my nearly 20-year-old son, because he has a tendency to be right up the car's butt, and I said, mate, you've got to give them some yeah. space. Yeah, three uh, or four seconds. Three or four seconds. I was saying three seconds. You're saying four. Yeah. Um, pr- probably, you know, four plus just yes. so you've got enough time if something does happen in front? 100%, Matt. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, just give yourself that. It's what they call the reactionary gap. So the greater the gap, 
the more chance you've – if that person in front has to hit their brakes for whether it be a cat across, coming across the road or a kid stepping out in front of them, uh, the longer the distance between you and mm. the fr- car in front – the more chance you've got of not running up the back of that car. And, and, you know, I'm being unfair to my nearly 20-year-old son because he's not the only person out there, Inspector, that does that. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. There's uh, there's plenty of people that, um, you know, I mean, everyone would have a story that they're driving on the road and someone's right up there. Right up the butt. Their backside, yeah. Give people space in front, especially on, on days like this. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some of these. Uh, th- this, th- I love these emails you send through, Inspector. Uh, can we start with the evil Knievel wannabe in Leeton? Yeah, we certainly can, Matt. So about 4.30pm last Thursday, the 20th of June, uh, two POIs were sighted riding motorcycles south on Main Avenue at Yanko. Uh, a male wearing a red puffer jacket has uh, on his Yamaha motorcycle has decided to, uh, well, they, you know, commonly referred to as pop a wheelie. He's popped a wheelie. So he's brought the bike up onto its rear wheel uh, and decided at the same time to overtake a Mercedes uh, driver with a P-plate. While doing a wheelie? Yeah. Yeah. Goodness me. Beggar's belief. Uh, at some stage during that uh, overtaking, whilst on one wheel, uh, he's fallen off the bike, smashed his head, and um, it's unclear if he's clipped the back of the Mercedes or his uh, lack of skill in performing the wheelie has caused him to lose balance and fall off the bike. Witnesses at the uh, Yanko Servicemen's Pub uh, obviously, you know, enjoyed the sight. They observed the male to hit his head and start limping off in visible pain. Was he wearing a helmet, do we know? I'm not sure. The report doesn't say. I'd say he would have had to otherwise, yeah. It would be a lot more trouble, wouldn't he? Uh, So he's limped off towards the other rider, jumped on the back of that bike, uh, and was seen to flee the scene. So he's left his bike at the scene. Uh, police arrived and uh, did a check on the bike's VIN number, which uh, returned to the owner's name and address. A few days later, the owner of the bike uh, attended Leeton Police Station looking for his mobile phone. So I'm assuming he's uh, he's left his phone. He, at lost, the scene. he left the bike and the phone. Yeah, so he, he was aware that he's, the GPS on his phone was pinging at Leeton Police Station. So he's turned up there and um, the police have placed the formal demand on him and he's admitted being the rider during the offence, and that the motorcycle was unregistered, uninsured, and his rider's licence was expired. So on my, way, on my way out the door here this morning, I stuck my head into the highway patrol office and just asked the guys, you know, what sort of fines he'd be looking at. Mm. And they said fines between 3000 and $5,000. Uh, that, efforts. That's the end of that motorbike. You'll have to sell that <laughs> to I'd, pay it. I'd say he might. And it sounds like probably a good idea too. He should not be on the roads, this, this yep. person. Yeah, he doesn't have the licence. The bike is unregistered, uninsured, you know, mm. recipe for disaster. Um, I wonder if uh, your colleagues have heard from the Mercedes driver. Not sure. I didn't see that in the report. Mm. Um, yeah. Strange one. Uh, all right, the the other one of, uh, of of interest is man. Another one coming out of Leeton as well, mm. Inspector. Man versus window. Yeah. So about eleven thirty last Friday night, the twenty first of July, uh, Leeton police received uh, a number of triple O calls about a man with an injury to his arm. Police and uh, Ambos attended a unit where they suspected the man with the injury had lived, uh, but they couldn't raise anyone. Further information and calls were coming in and they attended a location on Irrigation Way in Stanbridge where they located a vehicle parked uh, and the injured man was in that vehicle with another man. Uh, The injured man was seen to have a significant cut to his right arm, which had been packed with a cloth. 
The, uh, the man also had a similar, less significant injury to his left forearm, which was also wrapped. Uh, police were informed by the man that he fell through a, um, a window. Uh, following this information, they uh, got some more information and attended a farmhouse, noticed drops of blood on the front porch. They spoke with the residents and were shown a smashed window in the kitchen living room area. Uh, however, the height of the window revealed it could not be fallen through. Police were then informed by a number of residents at the uh, at that location that the injured man was drunk and had uh, decided to punch the window for some reason. Uh, as hang on, hang on. I'm just writing down a, a film script here. That's uh, the, <laughs> the makings of a horror movie well, right there. I've heard of shadow boxing, but uh, not window, window boxing. Window boxing. No, no, no. So it's as a result gonna, of that... Um, not going to end well, is it? Uh, well, he's, he's going to have to undergo surgery to his right arm. Goodness me, he would, he would have lost some blood too, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yep. I dare say. Wow. Do we know why he's punching windows? He was drunk. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like the reflection looking back at him. <laughs> Who knows? All jokes are hot side. We, we hope he's okay, but uh, yeah, not not advisable, Inspector, punching windows. Goodness me. Uh, no, no, I've never tried it. Uh, have you, Matt? I definitely have not, yeah. no. Um, and and uh, yeah, we hope the windows been repaired as well. Otherwise, it'd be very cold in that house. Yeah, well, it would Especially this fog time of morning. Yeah. <laughs> Police District Inspector, as always, a joy to chat to you, and uh, we'll, we'll talk next week. Glenn Smith, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. A listener exclusive.